0: Hey movie lovers, I'm Maria, and I'm Sam. Welcome to Unsolicited Flick Picks, movie reviews no one asked for.
1: This week we decided to do a movie that is quite old, but the news has kind of brought it to light in a sense. Mm-hmm. We're going to be talking about Crossroads, starring
0: the one and only Britney Spears. This movie got pretty shitty ratings, um, which I don't understand at all. <laughs> yeah. IMDb gave it 3.5 out of 10. Just super low. Tomato meter or rotten tomatoes, had 14% that's like a record low that might be the lowest movie we've ever talked about yeah on Rotten Tomatoes and this a spoiler alert might be the favorite movie (laughs) my favorite movie we've ever talked about Um, the audience did rate it much higher but still only 40% (laughs) um so this movie was actually made for Britney The producers, the writers started with Britney and then worked backwards from there. (laughs) Reverse engineered. Yeah, (laughs) she was huge during this time and it made like a lot of money. The budget was around 12 million and it brought in at least 60 million uh, in the box office. That's pretty good. Yeah. So I have a confession to make. Um, Try as I might, I could not find a way to watch Crossroads. On the internet like not on netflix not on amazon not on hulu i was willing to subscribe to a new streaming platform just to watch it but it's nowhere um and i'm obviously not like a pirate or very (laughs) streaming savvy um so i'll say i tried all the legal ways i could and even like some sketchy movie site called voodoo Didn't seem to work for me, but now I'm just getting like spam email from them. Oh, good. (laughs) Yeah. You've got (laughs) 87 viruses now. (laughs) And I would have paid like up to $12, maybe even more. I decided to watch it. That's probably what a movie ticket
1: cost when this movie came out. (laughs) (laughs) $12. (laughs) Uh, uh,
0: But the good news is I really liked this movie as a kid. And so I've seen it many times. Um, rented it. Yes, we
1: rented this from Blockbuster for
0: sure. Yeah, over and over.
1: The reason why it kind of came to our mind was, of course, because of the whole Free Britney movement that is happening. And since I'm sitting across from a lawyer, I'm going to have her explain a little bit about the whole conservatorship.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You can say it. I can't spell it. (laughs) But... I did my legal research and <laughs> wrote a memo for you. Um, no, I can, we can talk about what it means sort of in loose terms. In California, anyway, a conservatorship is when a court Appoint an individual or an organization. Like it could be like a trust company. Ooh. Yeah. Um, there's people who like make their living off of this. Ooh. Have you seen the movie um, I Care a Lot? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. So someone like her, um, or it's often a lawyer or like a family member, they get appointed to care for someone who, like, quote, cannot care for themselves. Um, and it ranges everything from, like, making their health decisions to their finance decisions. And in this case, we know for sure, like, Britney's person and her $60 million estate. That's like the total revenue from Crossroads. Um, <laughs> has been under the control of her father, Jamie, since 2008. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, is right. The actual terms of the conservatorship, so, like, how much he gets to control has never been made public. So that's another issue that Brittany's wanted it to be public and more transparent in recent years. But it's all, like, sealed um, by court order. But we know for sure, like, from the media anyway, so I guess we don't know for sure. But Mm -hmm. the internet and interviews tell us it covers everything from, like, her like reproductive rights which just, is disgusting it's insane um she needs permission to leave her house and obviously all her professional contracts um and like yeah i think she they, she said that she's like not allowed to drive yeah 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 i mean we don't know exactly but basically all her decisions are made for her and it kind not to say that it was
1: sparked from tiktok but there was like a few people on TikTok who started, cause she posts these weird videos where she just does not look okay. Mm-hmm. And they're just very bizarre. And people started to catch on they were like, something's going on with her. And people in the comments were like, Brittany, if you're not okay, like wear a yellow shirt. And then her next video, she's wearing a yellow shirt. Aww. And they're like, okay, if you're in California, Because people didn't know where she was either, I guess. And they said, like, hold flowers in your next video. And she does, like, all of these things. Mm. So I don't know if, like... Obviously, I don't know if this was going on in the background anyway. Like, her trying to fight to get out of this. But the, like, the people started to notice, I think, because of, like, TikTok and social media.
0: Yeah. Her fan base is Mm. so loyal and they care so much and there's no question like from everything i've seen and read and back to her like mental public breakdown in 2008 Mm -hmm. that she struggles with her mental health Yeah, and the court wouldn't have appointed a conservator if you know it wasn't there was no reason for it um but it seems like since 2019 she's been taking steps to Get fight better. it. Yeah. Uh, well, fight the conservatorship because yeah. probably she is like yeah. healing and growing up and um and she really hasn't had any luck or success yeah. with that. But this week, like 3 days ago, there was a hearing where the court finally allowed her to choose her own lawyer oh so and and the current conservatorship is in place until september of this year oh wow because it keeps just getting extended so last year they extended it for one year yeah and if i was a betting woman i think this could be this could be britney's year i think she's gonna be free soon i think so too i hope so i hope so who would have thought
1: way back maybe 20 years ago we all made fun of that free uh leave Britney alone guy Chris Crocker <laughs> and now everyone's like
0: he was right yeah all these years it's so sad like she's such a well sweet as, person.
1: as we will see in this movie she is a beam of sunshine mm-hmm. let's start talking about this adorable little movie okay <laughs> So we open on a voiceover from Britney, whose character's name is Lucy. Not Lucky, which is one of my favorite Britney songs. Me
0: too. This
1: is a story about a girl named Lucy. (laughs) Uh, So Lucy is recounting how her and her two childhood best friends uh, bury a treasure box filled with their hopes and dreams, a sort of wholesome time capsule. It's a sort of dream board that you manifest by burying it into the earth. Their pact is to open this capsule on midnight on their graduation night. Young Lucy is, of course, played by Jamie Lynn Spears, um, the far and away inferior Spears sibling. <laughs> so cut to Lucy dancing in her underwear in her room, singing Madonna. Uh, yes, this is the precise moment that the marketing team constructed to lure the male audience in. Oh, yeah. She's real cute. Yeah. Scene. <laughs> the her dad bursts in the door and you get the sense that he's very strict and he has a lot of high expectations for her. He's mm-hmm. like a, it's like a They're in the South somewhere. Yeah. I want to say like Louisiana or something.
0: Yeah. He comes off that way, but he does play the, the role with like a real genuine love for yeah. her. You know, he's like sweet and he almost is doing this out of fear. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah.
1: Do kind of learn a little bit more of his
0: reasons mm-hmm. behind that. Oh, and a little fact about the the opening scene while she's singing Madonna, the writers did that as sort of uh like a touchstone for when she sings later on mm. so that it's all like coherent and relevant that like we see her. She does have talent, she can sing, yeah. she can dance. Also they wrote this movie thinking that they were gonna get Madonna
1: to play her mother.
0: Oh, I read really? that too.
1: Yeah. It obviously didn't work out because I got him pretty her pretty good. of is busy. We'll we'll let you know uh, about her mother, who's played by an equally amazing woman. Mm-hmm. So yeah, her dealing with a very overbearing father seems all too familiar, eh?
0: Oh yeah, life imitates
1: <laughs> art in the worst form. So it's graduation night now, and we're introduced to some of the key players. Um, her male best friend. Boyfriend, I think they're lab partners, uh, played by Justin Long, who we love. Yeah. Um, They have a sex pack.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, And then we meet Mimi, who is so we meet her two childhood best friends. Mimi, who is like a don't give two fucks, like very rough, rough girl, Mm -hmm. um, who's very, very pregnant. Um, And she's played by Taryn Manning and then Kit is the popular mean girl who's played by Zoe Saldana. Um she also has a very overbearing parent, a mother who's really obsessed with her daughter's looks. They're like taking photos and she's like suck in your stomach
0: and she's like the most beautiful little model ever, yeah. 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 yeah.
1: Lucy's kind of feeling like she's missed out on the true high school experience because she was so busy with being perfect, so busy with dealing with her overbearing father and his expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this scene's actually very well acted by Brittany. She's, she does do a good, like girl who's perfect. Yeah. Kind of thing. She's and like, a good
0: little actor. Yeah.
1: Um, so now it's prom. And it's kind of clear that her friends don't really appear to want to honor their childhood pact of unearthing the time capsule. Right. And, Doesn't matter because Lucy's too busy having her, possibly having her awkward first time sex with Justin Long. (laughs) (laughs) Hit the jackpot in this role. Oh yeah. like (laughs) To be like in a bedroom scene with Brittany at whatever age she is. He should count himself very lucky. Ooh.
0: These scenes, it's always like prom, or the kids are really young when they decide they're going to have sex, and it's like they're totally sober. They <laughs> walk all the way down the hall together, get undressed, and I don't think I've ever. They once... always like get undressed like
1: six feet away from each other and just like look at each <laughs> other. <laughs> no, no, I have a
0: lot of eye contact and dialogue. The lights are all on. <laughs> Yeah, that is not how it's ever gone down in my personal experience. (laughs) Yeah, so bravo. I don't know if they end up... It's unclear
1: if they do, but in a turn of events, all three girls do show up to unearth their box. Hmm. So for Kit, it was her wish was to find love and be married, Which she supposedly has found because she's engaged to this guy, um, but in a long distance relationship. Mimi wanted to see the world, or at Mm -hmm. least, very least, to leave her small town. And Lucy wanted to find her mom, who she knows is in Arizona, but there's definitely some sort of estrangement going on there.
0: Yeah, for sure. I wonder how many time capsules this inspired, Oh, you know, in real life. I know when I watched it, it was like what i was 10 or 11 years Mm. old we were having sleepovers every weekend and the the plans were to make a time capsule i'm surprised we didn't yeah
1: quite honestly the
0: other thing is um like when they uncover this time capsule it's in such great pristine pristine condition like the cardboard box looks fresh (laughs) and like in actual fact that thing would have been disgusting eaten by maggots 100 yeah yeah so movie magic for the win
1: <laughs> uh the friends get to talking and decide to join mimi on her plan to travel to la mm-hmm. she wants to audition for a record company and this is funny because mimi goes come with me like i have a pretty good voice and you can sing backup <laughs> imagine telling britney spears that she can sing backup.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, i'm sure they had a good laugh about that on set yeah So they all set out Mimi for the audition, Lucy to see her mom in Arizona, and Kit to see her boyfriend. And they're accompanied by Ben. So, Ben is this guy that Mimi knows somehow. He's just some musician guy who's driving them on the road trip. It's a great vibe. The girls are in his car jamming out to Bye 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 by NSYNC.
1: Which is a nod to Brittany
0: dating Justin. Yeah. They
1: m- might have been dating at this time. I'm not sure. Yeah. Not I don't sure. know. But
0: definitely a nod to her. Her yeah. beau. But the road trip isn't all sunshine and rainbows. They have like no money, no plan. They stay in some pretty crappy motels. And there's rumors about this Ben guy um, killing a guy and spending some time in jail. (laughs) So at one point, all three girls are in the bathroom of the motel, like freaking out because they realize that he might be a murderer. He does not seem like a murderer. No,
1: no. The girls get to know each other a little bit more, rekindling their friendship, bicker a little, but they do genuinely seem like interested in each other's concerns and all their issues and Mm -hmm. eventually lucy calls her dad who commands her to come home and for the first time ever she does not listen to him the car unfortunately breaks down and they have no money to fix it so to earn some cash they play a sort of open mic karaoke contest yeah a little convenient but all right (laughs) Um, and we get the infamous, amazing, I love rock and roll scene. It's so good. Mimi starts out on lead, but gets booed. She kind of like chokes and has like stage fright. <laughs> and so Brittany takes her rightful place in the spotlight because she is a queen. And I remember being obsessed with their outfits. It was like pure 2000s, like, Brittany had, like, the crimpy hair and they yeah. had, like, black on and, like, so much body glitter and, like, things were bedazzled and...
0: Kind it- of, like, um Coyote Ugly vibe. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, of course, being three young hot chicks, they raise enough money to get their road trip needs met. But not without some creep groping Lucy, causing Ben... Uh, to show that he's kind of a good guy. And he kind of has the hots for Brittany or Lucy. And he knocks uh, the guy out. And then they all just cut to bail. Yeah.
1: <laughs> the girls are really starting to connect and have fun now. They're talking about boys and dancing and having really deep conversations that were years overdue. They head out on the road again, noticing that Ben had been out all night. They're a little bit um suspicious of him they continue to be suspicious of him
0: was he killing another person another
1: man (gasps) they have another amazing jam session this time to man i feel like a woman (laughs) yeah and uh, maria you're a lawyer so i'm sure you're aware of this but it is the law that if you're on a road trip with your girls you are legally obligated to sing man i feel like a woman it's actually true. As soon as you hear, let's go, girls. Let's go, girls.
0: <laughs> if it's a girls' road trip. No, it is true. And if you don't, um, Shania's people will send you a cease and desist letter yeah. um, to cease being such a big bunch of losers.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so Ben is asleep while the girls are having this aforementioned jam session. Um, he wakes up and gets really mad, but we kind of let it spill that... The reason why he was in jail was because he was rescuing a family member who was being abused, but he had to take her across state lines and she was a minor. So that, I guess, deserves jail time. For being a hero? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Nice little plot twist. So they make it to the desert and real Britney Spears fans will recognize this scenery from the I'm not a girl not yet a woman music video. (laughs) Um, It was set in like the Arizona Outback. Wonderful video wonderful song. Uh, While in the desert they decide to skip out on the hotel and camp out. Lucy and Ben get a little closer and they almost kiss. They're bonding over Lucy's poems that she writes which I have a hunch here they're gonna turn those into songs. With his guitar skills and her beautiful poetry. Can't get that past (laughs) this. They make it to Lucy's mom's house and she's played by Kim Cattrall. Yes. Samantha Jones herself and they do kind of look alike. They
0: definitely look like mother and daughter. Yeah it passes. Not as much as actual lynn spears looks like her right. girls um but yeah kim cattrall amazing choice yeah um kim actually said in an interview
1: that she only accepted the role because she was curious to meet britney spears Aww. <laughs> i saw
0: something like that too in these behind the scenes she apparently got offered the movie and went back to the sex and the city girls and was like should i play britney spears mom and they were like <laughs> uh yeah <laughs> Unfortunately
1: for Lucy, this was a huge letdown as her mom is not jazzed to see her at all. Though she has a big fancy house and is clearly very wealthy, she has no room in her life for Lucy, only her two sons. And so, side note, I love it when they take photos for like background purposes, but they, like, it's like they just took that photo that day and just, like, stuck it up. <laughs> yeah. Like, they look no different at all. Like, they're all almost basically in the same outfit. Yeah. There's a scene in Friends where they celebrate Ross and Monica's parents' anniversary.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And there's, like, a big blown-up photo of them. And they're in the same outfits that they're wearing at the party. <laughs> <laughs> Zero thought went into
0: that. They're,
1: like, standing in front of it, and then there's a big photo behind them, and they're wearing the same outfit. You think it was meant to be, like, comedy? (laughs) No, not friends. (laughs) The friends was good, but it wasn't that clever. (laughs) So, a disappointed Lucy joins back up with her friends, very heartbroken. And her friends and Ben helped to pick up the pieces. And what did I say? Ben uses his musical skills to put Lucy's poems to music. Mm. It's a real Elton and Bernie moment. (laughs) She's got the words and he's got the music. Yeah, totally. Good collab. And just like that, the hit song, I'm not a girl, not yet a woman, is birthed. Mm -hmm. The group makes it to Hollywood and Kit's fiance lives there. So she was going to see him. But he keeps giving her the run around like, oh, tonight's not good. Like, okay, what about tomorrow? That's not good either. She says like everything's fine, but she's just lying to herself. So Mimi and Kit head out, leaving Lucy and Ben behind so they can bang. <laughs> and we <laughs> earlier we talked about bad soundtracks for like a lovemaking scene. And then this one, they like do it to a... Britney Spears song. And I wonder if that was like weird for her to like <laughs> watch like a love scene with like her singing in the background.
0: Anyway, <laughs> she's got a lot of skills. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So Kit and Mimi um, go catch Kit's man with another woman. And we all didn't like, we all saw that coming. But another big moment in that scene is we find out earlier that. Mimi's baby was conceived through a rape. She was sexually assaulted. And Kit finally puts together all the pieces that it was her fiancé that did it. Like, there's also all sorts of clues. And Mimi didn't want to say that to Kit, but, like, she was like, yeah, that's what happened. And so Kit is, like, yelling at him, and they're getting in a fight. And through all the chaos... Mimi falls down the stairs. Mm. And I completely forgot about this, but she loses the baby.
0: Oh, I did not forget about this. This is like after having seen the movie at that young age, like I can never unsee that mm. scene where she falls down the stairs.
1: And because the little thing that she put in the time capsule was like a little keychain with a globe on it. And so they don't show her falling down the stairs, but they show the keychain oh, falling yeah. down the stairs yeah, that was very sad. Lucy calls her dad, who insists that she goes back with him, um, which makes Ben and the others pretty upset. They are wanting her to go through with this audition, too. Kid has some difficult feelings with all this going on with Mimi because I mean, she just broke up with her boyfriend. She's probably feels a little bit guilty that he sexually assaulted Mimi. So she goes in to kind of talk to Mimi. And he's holding a teen magazine that has Blink 182 on the cover. <laughs> like that could have been that could have made me and Maria yeah. reading that. No
0: wonder like I related so <laughs> deeply to this movie.
1: So those two are cool, but Lucy decides to leave, but before that, she has a very big mature talk with her dad saying that she needs to spread her wings and She kind of comes to the realization that the reason her dad holds so tight onto her is because her mom left. Mm. So she says to her dad, like, I'm not mom. If you give me some space, I'm not going to leave you. He reluctantly agrees and she races back to her friends and goes to the audition where she literally kills, destroys the audition. And Kit and Mimi are singing back up where they belong. (laughs) (laughs) And Ben is up there tickling the ivories. (laughs) This song also, like, this whole scene, like, unlocked a memory in my brain. The outfit that she's wearing. Like, I also remember every lyric to that song. Every, like, little, like, inflection and every little, like, lick everything. (laughs) <laughs> was just in my brain.
0: Is this overprotected? No, I'm not this a girl. Was, I'm Not a Girl. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's in that, like, white <gasps> outfit. The big, 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 big sleeves. And the belly. The, the crop showing. top. Yeah. 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 So in a perfect book, and the girls bury a new box. And this time, not with hopes of the future, but parts of the past that they are moving on from. Beautiful. Yeah.
1: The end credits are some like behind the scenes and like bloopers and shots of britney performing over protected oh just so good which is like her other audition song um it's like a very 2000s end credits like nowadays they do like end credit scenes where you have to like sit through all the credits to like maybe get a little bit more story but in this they do like all the clips in the little beginning and it's just like I, I don't know if I can explain it other than it's so two thousands. Yeah,
0: totally um like from the DVD era. Because <laughs> yeah. Like I told you I couldn't find this movie. So yeah. I didn't actually watch it this week, but what I did find was like forty minutes of behind the scenes like <gasps> interviews and content on YouTube. Oh amazing. And I'm pretty sure it was from the DVD. The DVD extras. Yeah. 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 yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Bloopers used to be a big thing. Yeah. They should come back. They should come back. I also just, like, loved that it was set to her song Overprotected. I remember, like, we were probably 11 or 12 when this came out. And I remember being, like, yeah, I'm, like, so overprotected. Like, my mom won't let me do this, like, very inappropriate behavior. Like, let me live my life, mom. (laughs) And I had, like, the best mother, like. (laughs) But, like, songs of that time you just like when you're that age you just like think that it's your life
0: Yeah, being 11 like i'm not a girl not yet a woman
1: oh i really felt that yeah
0: <laughs> no yeah. you're still a girl yeah. and will continue to be a girl
1: for years to come <laughs> yeah oh it was so good so let's get into some categories okay start with the characters and the acting mm-hmm. Brittany was pretty okay. She definitely had some really good scenes. Like, not, probably not winning any awards outside of, like, a Teen Choice Award, maybe. Mm -hmm. Dan Aykroyd played her dad. And he was, like, definitely believable as, like, a overbearing villain father. He actually, I read that he did up a whole, like, character backstory. I think that's just, like, the type of actor he is. Yeah. like, committed. Even if he's in, like, a teeny bobber movie. He's
0: gonna, like, have a whole backstory for his character. Um, Taryn Manning. Um, Taryn Manning. I have this, like, really specific interest in Taryn. Manning. I don't <laughs> know, Follow her on Instagram. I think she's just so unique. Yeah. And there's no one quite like her. Yeah. But she does play, like, a lot of these types of characters. Like... I oh, don't want
1: to say trailer perk. No, scrappy. Scrappy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can see it. She's kind of got like the, the look for it.
0: Yeah, and the always voice. very
1: good. Like her performances oh, are always very good.
0: Amazing. I only watched a little bit of
1: Orange Is the New Black, but I think like just when she was introduced. Oh, her character she's terrifying. So good. So good. So scary. Yeah.
0: Other like awesome actors, actresses in this movie. Justin Long. He's just a baby, <laughs> yeah. but he really scored with that. Uh, <laughs> yeah that part and Kim Cattrall like we said from Sex and the City um, and I think too like Brittany was really active in choosing the cast mm. for the movie so it's nice that like I don't know she was comfortable yeah um, so
1: not really more so the setting but like the context of this movie it was really coming at a time where Britney herself was at a crossroads. Mm-hmm. She had just released her third album that had I'm a Slave for You. And it was, like, shocking back then. I remember people yeah. being like, Britney's all grown up. And, like, people being kind of, like, outraged that she wasn't this, like, child pop star anymore. So it was, like, it kind of, like, Im- like Life Imitates Earth. Like, mm-hmm. it was really... Even though she does play, like, a kind of a really good girl. Like, it was still, like, her way of saying to the world, I'm a person who is growing up Yeah, in the public eye. Like, let me spread my wings. Yeah. Be an artist. She's not in the Mickey Mouse Club anymore.
0: No, exactly. And in the behind the scenes, she was telling, like, the story of how... plot came to be and how she didn't want a movie with like a lesson per Mm. se but she did want some sort of meaningful story and that obviously she wanted music to be a part of it so they took those bits and pieces and put this plot together like specifically for Britney and the producers talk about how they wanted to make her feel like really safe Mm. while they were shooting probably because all of this like public criticism was going on so you can see how like her character was crafted to be like just someone that like wouldn't get a lot of flack right in the media like if she had played Taryn Manning's character right there's so much that can be said about that but they took a lot of steps to like make her feel um comfortable and to protect her um and on that note Shonda Rhimes (laughs) wrote this movie and I love this woman she obviously famously um is the writer for Grey's Anatomy for Scandal. She has a book and it made all kind of sense to me that she was involved in this project.
1: Yeah. I feel like she's involved in a lot more things that aren't as public as like Grey's and Scandal. Mm-hmm. I think if we went through her career, we'd be like, "That was her too." Like
0: yeah. yeah. Especially early on probably before Grey's. Yeah. Blew up. She's clearly just super talented. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And we are her audience.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Music. Obviously a huge part of this movie. Yeah. (laughs) When they're dancing and Lucy gets groped by that guy. The song is... uh, Shake your ass, watch yourself, shake your ass. Show me what you're working with. Which like also like unlocked a memory in my brain. So good. This was back in the day too, where movies had a song and music videos had a movie. Do you know what I mean, mean by that? Like they would mark in a movie being like, with the hit song, oh, yeah. I'm not a girl. Mm-hmm. And then the music video would have scenes from the movie oh yeah yeah yeah. that happened all the time and i don't feel like it really like happens anymore but i love that because i love the relationship between movies and music yeah i love it so um i think i i actually went back to look through britney's discography and she's really been there my whole life (laughs) like really yeah I think the first CD that I ever bought with my own money, I sent my brother or my mom out to the store with like my birthday money to buy her first album one more time. Yeah. And I have a very vivid memory of, but I can't remember if it was my mom or brother, which is weird, but whatever. I remember them coming home and being like, they didn't have it. They were all sold out. And then they like pulled it from behind oh. their back.
0: <laughs> Imagine a world when the music is sold out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and not just available on our
1: phone. You can't
0: get it anymore. <laughs> I didn't have Baby One More Time, but I had the next album. Oops, I did it again. Oops, I did it again. Yeah. yeah. And like I poured over those liner notes. Mm. Um, and I also had like a book, a Britney Spears <gasps> book. From that age, it was all just like pictures, a bit of a biographical oh. book. And I remember just like staring at the pages. Yeah. Was, I loved her. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Still love. Her. And like junior high, she had a lot of songs like um some of the more like lucky, clubby songs oh. were like when we were in like junior high. Not talking. Woman like Womanizer, I think, yeah. and like Circus. And
0: the one, the one about the threesome. see one two three or something this is when i stopped listening to britney like (laughs) when the the music came a little less catchy and a little more like clubby yeah yeah and then i i honestly i
1: can't say that i've listened to her recent stuff i mean like no i think like
0: since madonna entered the britney scene i did see her um live in vegas She was probably being forced to perform now that I think about it. (laughs) Yeah. Which would explain a lot about just the tone and the vibe. Like I was, first of all, I was in the very back row. (laughs) (laughs) Very back row. (laughs) And uh, she played a lot of her newer stuff that I didn't know. Mm. And I was there with my aunts, which was awesome, but they like weren't Britney fans. Right. They just went for me. So anyway, that's a sidebar about Uh. me. But That would be too bad, actually, yeah, to go see her and not
1: have her play, like, her old stuff. Yeah. Like, I somewhat unashamedly have seen the Backstreet Boys quite a few times. Yeah. And if I went and they played all of their new stuff, I would be furious. (laughs) Like, no, I want to hear Backstreet's back. (laughs) I want to hear I want it that way. I don't want to hear whatever your new song is like i'm sorry (laughs) i actually after one of their concerts me and my friends went to a bar and we were in Fredericton, new brunswick so like fairly no st john st john new brunswick even smaller not many bar options Mm -hmm. so we go to this irish bar and we're just like whatever having fun and in walks aj mclean from the Baxter boys what he's at the bar and i can't remember all of what he said but he was complaining about um people only wanting to listen to their old stuff I remember him being like it was a little bit like sad like he was kind of depressed about like you know these fans they don't want to hear our new stuff they only want to hear (laughs) I want it that way yeah that's right so and and so (laughs) take (laughs) take note (laughs) the bodyguards must have like seen mine and my friend's reaction because our faces would have just like lit up And, like, just shock and awe. And he ran over to us and he's like, girls, 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 calm down. We'll let you meet AJ, but, like, you just gotta play cool. We don't want all these people in this bar, like, to go and rush him. Right. And so we did and we got to, like we're like can we buy him a drink and they were like no <laughs> but we did get to like hug him and be like we love you Aww, that's cool yeah yeah, yeah
0: that's funny Yeah, they smelled it off of you <laughs> the girls yeah. girls girls the pheromones just like, <laughs> poured out yeah, back.
1: Was... oh anyway longer longer tangent but yeah lots of reel it in We'll get back to mm-hmm. oh, let's talk about fashion. Okay, this is a great fashion movie.
0: Yeah,
1: so many good looks in this. Brittany's wardrobe is like a lot of pastels and pinks. Mm-hmm. Um, she has a great bucket hat, which apparently are in again. Listen, I
0: thought about buying one last night. Not well, gonna
1: lie. maybe you
0: should. Yeah, because they're wearing. Because Brittany last... did it. <laughs> yeah, Brittany did it. Yeah. Um,
1: the guy Ben wears like a leather cord necklace. That's, like, very of the time. There's so much body glitter. Like, so much. I know nowadays people are kind of obsessed with, like, highlighter. But in 2002, they did just highlighter on the whole body. Thick, <laughs> chunky glitter. Each character was really, like, defined in their fashion sense. Like, yes. Brittany was sweet and innocent, so she wore, like, whites and yellows and pinks. Taryn Manning was a had a teen pregnancy and was like a little rough like she's grungy yeah very grungy and then kit is like a mean popular girl girl. yeah Yeah. so kind of just like tight fitting she's a little bit of a princess in once in one scene i think when they're camping she has like rollers in her hair Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah so like
1: i i do kind of like it sometimes when they use like fashion to like tell us what the person's like yeah like sometimes it's a crutch but sometimes it's you know it can be overlooked if
0: the rest of the movie is good i i really like britney's look and especially when i was 11 i was very like envious i think of who she was at that Mm. time because what she was like playing like a 17 or 18 year old and dressed in like a youthful way but also like she was just so cute and yeah i wanted that for myself and never, <laughs> never did happen <laughs> um and she's a good little actor yeah so overall overall thoughts.
1: thoughts so like i said not winning any awards um maybe like a teen choice award but turns out it did win two awards Unfortunately, they were both Razzies. <laughs> um, I have to disagree with the Razzies on on our beloved Razzies mm-hmm. on this one. I think it got worst original song and worst <gasps> picture. <gasps> Not, deserved. Not deserved. Not deserved. Not deserved. I'm gonna have to go through 2002 and find a better candidate. Yeah, Poor
0: I Brittany. will
1: um, check your inbox, Razzies. Leave Brittany alone. <laughs> I read some really great reviews on IMDb about this. And one in particular caught my eye because it perfectly sums up my overall thoughts for this movie. Oh, get over yourself and admit that this is a cute movie. (laughs) (laughs) 100%. That person gave it a 7. And I think I gotta say 7.5. I'll give it 7.5 poems turned songs out of 10. (laughs) (laughs)
0: That's beautiful. So one, one of those songs is still in development. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. Uh, yeah. I clearly loved this movie when I was younger. And then just this past week, watching all the behind the scenes clips, like over a decade later, I'm still as charmed as I was when I was a tween. And it's exactly my kind of movie. And I would give it nine out of 10. As in, send me to a movie store as a 12-year-old, and nine times out of 10, I'm going to beg my friends to rent Crossroads again. (laughs) (laughs) Are there cringy moments? Sure. (gasps) But are there amazingly sweet moments with acting that is, like, decent enough to keep you interested? You bet. Of course. Yeah. And, like,
1: it's nice that this really, like, did bring up a lot of nostalgia with like how much I did love Britney Spears, and like, just with everything that's going on with her now, it it makes me want to fight for her. Mm-hmm. I I have read something, and I I don't know if it's completely true. I haven't really done my facts on it, but these women, apparently, Paris Hilton, Christina Aguilera, Miley Cyrus, and Mariah Carey are reported to be launching a legal fund to free Britney Spears.
0: Amazing. That makes total sense. Mm-hmm. Miley would do it. Mariah Carey like tweeted about her like free Britney. Yeah. Paris Hilton. Paris yeah. is pretty cool. <laughs> well, and Paris has some like traumatic life oh. events where she was like stifled and restricted and sent off to yeah. this like abusive boarding school and so Um and who is the other one? Christina. Oh, Christina. Yeah. Who yeah. was compared to Britney
1: a lot. Was able to break into that like sexy persona yeah. a lot easier. Yeah. She went like hard. <laughs> like dirty
0: britney was just so huge yeah bigger than any pop star of our time yeah i think yeah and like that just messes with you yeah you know no wonder like her probably like maturity and growth was stunted during this time that's just me like assuming but yeah yeah i hope she's okay one of the
1: mottos of my whole life is, if Britney can get through 2007, you can get through this day.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's words I live by. Yeah. She did it. And she's going to do it. She's going to get out of this.
0: Yeah. I'm already seeing, like, um, I don't know if you follow her on Instagram. No. Oh, oh, okay. So, <laughs> okay. So you need to follow her on Instagram because what's wild is, Like, I was such a huge fan. And then, like I said, I didn't love her music in that, like, womanizer phase. Mm -hmm. So, sort of stopped paying attention. And then it wasn't until the last couple of years when she really started using Instagram as an outlet, I guess. And these very bizarre posts kept coming. And I just kept getting more and more interested in what's going on with her. But just in the past, like, couple weeks, she's... Her posts are, like, her in... I think she's in Miami. Okay. Or she's always like normally in her house in Las Vegas, in like the grand entryway of her house, just like twirling and spinning and doing these little dances. But now she's like posting about her being out and about in the world and she's in Florida, like with her boyfriend, and they're doing things that like we just haven't seen any of this stuff in so long. So I think that she is turning a corner. She's there's a lot of heat, like the world is watching. Yeah, I meant to like Google the law firm that represents Jamie Spears, but I read there was um, a lawsuit brought by Britney's mom against the law firm that represents Jamie because they over the course of I don't know how many years got almost like a million dollars in revenue legal fees paid out of Britney's estate. And Lynn's lawsuit was like to make some of those legal fees go back into Britney's estate so to make them repay them. Yeah. Um because it's just an abuse yeah. of power and like theft and greed and and Jamie Lynn Spears
1: is definitely like complicit in You it. think? Yeah. The sister. Yeah. Yeah. She may or may not be guilty, but she's definitely complicit. Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, where do we go from here? Mm. Well, today's
1: been a big um recording day for us, mm-hmm. so We will announce our very, very special episode happening next week. Um, But you're going to have to follow us on Instagram to find out. And you can do so at Unsolicited Podcast. In the meantime, catch up on old episodes. We are in double digits now. Lots of content. We're in double digits? Got lots of content for y'all.
0: Where do I find the time? It's true. We try to so keep enjoyable. these bite-sized. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, bye. Bye! Free Britney!